Hello and welcome to the Daily Zen Podcast. My name is Charlie Ambler. I'm the creator of Daily Zen. Daily Zen lives at twitter.com slash dailyzen and thedailyzen.org. This is this week's free episode of the podcast. Uh, the premium version of Daily Zen exists at patreon.com slash dailyzen. It's available for monthly subscribers, and it gives you access to extra weekly essays and podcast episodes. Uh, I apologize for the delay on this. Um, I was away for two weeks for holiday, and the week preceding that was an extremely busy time for my business, which is a online retail company that um, gets very busy during the holidays, as you could expect. But now I'll be back to a regular posting schedule, so thanks for your patience. I posted yesterday on Twitter asking people to suggest topics as usual um, and decided that this week's topic is going to be sort of just exploring the idea of acceptance and how that relates to what we like to call inner peace. I think the best place to start is to sort of examine what we do during our meditation practice. In, a, in the ideal meditation practice, we're just sitting, as they say in Zen, just sitting, which is known as shikantaza. And that means that we're allowing our mind to completely settle. We're not grasping at thoughts. We're not grasping at emotions. We're not planning anything through or trying to plot out or logically prepare any sort of coherent ideas. We're just sitting silently and letting our mind idle, so to speak, like an engine. So it's still on, but we're not actively revving it or going forward or in reverse or anything. We're just sort of letting it do its own thing. And understanding it in that way helps us recognize what it means to accept whatever it is that we're trying to accept because there's sort of a fundamental state that exists I I use the metaphor of idling, but I think it's a good thing to think about because it's not a state of complete detachment or unconsciousness or sleep or mindlessness. It's a semi-attached state in which the mind is on and it's operating, but it's not functioning in the way that we usually use it. We're used to using the mind to solve problems, to think things through, to make plans, you know, all these different logical and illogical activities that we use our mind for to accomplish tasks and we're used to using it in that respect in a very goal-oriented way so we're always sort of whether we realize it or not attached to a result but when we meditate we start to realize and uncover this ability that the mind has naturally to focus and to generate its own sort of activity without our active participation in it and this passive observation of whatever our mind is doing when we meditate some days you know the, the idea of meditating every day is so important because on some days we're really chaotic and things are really flying around there some days there's not much going on at all other days maybe we're emotionally turned up or turned down we're always in a different state at different times and chances are when you meditate you're going to catch these different states while you're meditating and so instead of grasping onto those various states because there are countless opportunities to do so, we 
just sit with whatever is happening and let it happen and see what happens and observe and listen the same way we don't always talk in a conversation we're not always talking over the other person even though sometimes we might want to we can listen and in listening that creates a sort of dynamic process by which some sort of valuable result comes and in that respect we can see meditation as a conversation with ourselves it's a dialogue with a deep part of ourself that most people especially people who don't meditate regularly don't always experience and because of that the idea of acceptance sort of starts to take on a whole new meaning we think of it as something that occurs after something else acceptance is what occurs after something bad happens to us after we do something stupid or make a mistake we're coping with a scenario or a situation it's always the result of something that's already happened when we usually do it but in the case of spiritual practice and meditation practice acceptance is something that's actively happening happening at all times when we allow the mind to settle itself and it doesn't sound like a lot on the surface but it's very important because it allows us to understand that the fundamental state of our inner functioning is to be peaceful to be at rest to be accepting of everything that comes around and we only start to create problems and preferences and prejudices and various ideological concepts when we start to pretend that acceptance isn't the fundamental state and that we need to create it as the result of some sort of goal setting or something else you know something that comes after like i said so the biggest foundational practice that we're doing when we meditate which it took me a long time to realize that this is what's happening is we're recognizing the value of the means rather than the ends as a culture we're very obsessed with the results of things we want money we want fame we want power we want happiness we want comfort we want security safety and we neglect to our own detriment the processes by which we can actually experience these things the same way that someone who's on a vacation becomes so obsessed with making it to one specific destination that they can't enjoy the the ride and this is a very common trope in spirituality in general and especially in zen and a lot of teachers have written eloquently about it um the i can't remember i think it was just a parable i heard but the best summation that i've heard of this idea is that there are countless paths up the mountain combined with this idea that the journey is the destination so i think the journey is the destination is a quote that was a reworking of a line from the Tao Te Ching because I've read something very similar in the Tao Te Ching and I can find it and post it later but this idea that we should be focusing more intently on what is happening now rather than what should be happening or what was happening or what could happen is what we're getting at when we talk about acceptance and it sounds very simple but it's a lot harder than we think and that it seems because we spend so much time and most people come to meditation later in life or in their 20s or 30s and there's years and years of habitual behaviors that we've built up where we're always thinking about the result of something we're always thinking about is this wasted time is this productive time 
is this love going to pay off or is it just temporary? Uh, you know, what am I doing with my life? Where's my life going? What's the purpose of it all? We're always thinking in these grand objective terms when the reality of things is never that cut and dry. That's sort of this fantasy of linearity that we like to project onto what is otherwise a very chaotic and unpredictable and anti-fragile as one of my favorite authors, Nicholas Nassim Taleb says. So it's important to understand that the deepest thing that's occurring within ourselves when we meditate, while very often hard to put into words, is this reorientation from the ends to the means, from um, thinking about results to thinking about processes. And when we start to think about processes, we recognize that acceptance is an underlying process that's always occurring within us if we allow ourselves access to it. Comfort is something that always exists, exists within ourselves if we allow ourselves access to it. Happiness is something that exists within ourselves if we allow ourselves access to it, etc. And that opens up an entire world of possibilities that's dynamic and multivalent and a lot more rich and full of potential than the linearity that we're used to, where we're always thinking of how to get from point A to point B, point B to point C. We're always thinking in terms of ups and downs and past and future. This is more of like, you can think of it as maybe a four-dimensional four plane instead of a three-dimensional plane, where instead of existing in two dimensions, we're realizing that there's more nuance and there's more shape to life and to what we experience. The irony being that that comes not from speeding up and trying to find more and more and uncovering more and more and acquiring more and more, but from slowing down, from being consistent and disciplined and diligent and cognizant and aware. The awareness part is what requires us to slow down because if we're moving too fast, we, we don't recognize the most important things. And we think that moving fast, getting us from point A to point B is going to be what brings us satisfaction. When in fact, this slowing down that allows us to both smell the roses and observe the proper opportunities and the proper stimuli in order to make our lives as rich and as valuable and satisfying as possible are. They're all over the place at all times, but we often overlook them because we're so focused on these single points on the, the chart of our lives, you know. So this process of acceptance, it seems like a roundabout way of speaking about it but it's very much tied into all of this because it's a process instead of a goal it's not an end point it's a ever moving vibrating thing um, and all of the things that we value most in life are like that they're not these solid static tangible things that we can just grasp at and have suddenly it's always coming and going and as soon as we try to pin it down, it can it can escape us because we start thinking about something else. And that's basically why the process of meditation is so integral to this idea of acceptance because if you pick anything that you might be worried about or something that might be upsetting you and you analyze it from the point of view of this ever this ongoing present point at that's constantly moving, that's never static, you stop regretting things that you've done in the past or things that happened to you, things that hurt you. You stop planning very desperately for the future or projecting fantasies about what you want to be the future onto the present. 
and you recognize that each moment is a different type of opportunity that requires a different type of acceptance and a different type of diligence and it's always changing and if we're not observing it it gets away from us and it's a lot harder for us to see things as they actually are and so in a nutshell meditation is the practice by which we can achieve this state when we're not meditating it's a not a rehearsal but it's sort of a skill that can inform other parts of our lives in ways we don't expect by helping us delve deeper into this ongoing process instead of conceptualizing everything and trying to sort everything onto that timeline or categorized preferences that we have or whatever else it is. There's the mind that picks and chooses and wants this and wants that and grasps. And then there's the, the fundamental state of the mind, which is always at peace and always working and naturally sorting things out in the way it's supposed to because it exists as it is and it doesn't change that much and that brings me to another part of this which is understanding how it requires a little bit of humility and maybe gratitude to understand how complex and developed the mind that we have is it's the product of hundreds of thousands of years of evolution and various natural influences and our lives are but a tiny tiny point on that grand in that grand scheme of things and understanding that the same way that our heart works and our kidneys work and everything else works without our having to actively manage them the mind will do its job if we allow it to and if you picture it as a little, little worker at a desk or something if there's 20 bosses standing around it screaming different orders at it and yelling at it and creating this cacophony of chaos it's not going to be able to work properly because that would be impossible but if we let it do its own thing and we let it sort things out for us it really serves an important purpose uh, a purpose that can provide us a lot more satisfaction in life than trying to control it or trying to bark orders at it there's a a real misunderstanding that happens within a lot of people I think it happens to all of us even after years of spiritual practice where the ego is always trying to bark orders at the mind because the mind sometimes does do that work and it and it does a good job of it the mind can take us act when we actively give it orders it can really provide us with a lot it can provide us with a great career you know really interesting dynamic relationships social standing cultural understanding um, ambitions and dreams and all of that stuff but if we only do that and we don't let it do the important work which is when it sits it sits in silence and allows itself to work uh, we we cheat ourselves out of what we really want because we focus too much on the ends and not on the process and there's no ends without the process so all of our lives can consist of fantasizing and projecting and theorizing but the real life experience and the real understanding of ourselves that occurs when we reflect and participate in life comes when we allow the mind to do its thing and we don't try to control it with our egos and that's the most important thing to remember when we're trying to deal with accepting difficult things happening because we can understand that it's all part of that it's all part of that grander scheme of things it's not like it's some sort of fatalistic plan or divine plan or anything some people believe that but i personally i um 
wasn't raised very religiously, so I don't, I don't buy into that whole thing. I think that's sort of a way of getting people into that mindset of accepting things, but it's sort of putting a bandaid on the wound because when we really can reflect and let the mind do its thing, we can understand the source of that acceptance instead of just recognizing one of the facets of it. Um, and the only way to really get that is through practicing and no amount of reading or thinking, obviously, or planning or goal setting is going to illuminate that part of yourself for you. You have to practice and you have to reflect yourself. And so that's why I am so adamant on people doing that. And I could make this exact same episode on 15 different topics like acceptance, whether it's happiness or security or whatever it is, the ones I listed earlier, because it's just that important to understand the processes that we that we do naturally and to embrace the way we naturally exist and function within the world slowly and methodically and mindfully and aware instead of trying to speed everything up and create more and more and more chaos to sort through uh, because people get backed up if you give your mind too much work to do it won't be able to do it because we are after all we have limits, we are the way we are, and there's not a whole lot we can do to change that. And so if we can step back, acknowledge what it is we're working with, who we are, where we come from, without thinking too much about various conceptualizations and plans, we can make the most of it. And that's the simplest explanation I think I can give. My cat is sitting on my shoulder, just biting my shoulder while I'm trying to do this. I apologize. Um, but that was where I was going to end anyway. So thanks for listening. I will be posting the premium episode tomorrow. Uh, I apologize for everything being late. If you like this, please share it with your friends and family. And if you really like it, consider becoming a subscriber. We have some interesting discussions and reflections that occur on the Patreon Daily Zen page. We're up to, I think, 99 subscribers. And um, hopefully over the course of the year more and more people will come and the discussions will become more in depth and that's that's what i hope for it at least regardless uh continue to suggest topics and provide your feedback and reflections on twitter i very much appreciate that and until next time i thank you for listening <laughs>